Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Crimes of the Future. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today is my fellow criminal, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Hello. I thought you were going to call, I thought you were going to call me your, uh, your fellow performance artist. Uh, you know, I mean, we can't, yeah, I should have, I could have called you that, but I went with the, I went, I chose a darker path and I'm like, you know what? He is a criminal. He's going to be a future criminal. So it felt, it felt right. How are you doing though? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing very good. It's been a long week. We've had so many things come out on the show. Looking forward to the next couple of months because it's going to be absolutely wild. Um, that's that's one of my favorite things about the summer months of the show and i think every year now that we've done the show the summer movie season feels like it's starting sooner and sooner each year now and there's going to come a time where i feel like it's just going to be 12 months you're basically already there it's going to just be 12 solid months all the time of just giant movies and giant shows releasing and you know even if you look at june right now it's like we have stranger things obi-wan kenobi miss marvel uh jurassic park and just all these other movies at top gun all overlapping with each other all within the same time frame it's it's a it's a crazy time it's amazing it's fun but it's also just like oh my god there's so much a hundred percent so yeah i'm just looking forward to that and yeah it's been super crazy it has been super crazy, and you know, if you we look or if we look back on May, uh, we've had a really amazing month of shows on the movie podcast. Not just with our reviews, but also uh, with the incredible special guests that we've been able to welcome on the show, including people like Sam Raimi and Michael Waldron and Mark McKinney and Dave Foley and Devin Nakoda and Akiva Schaefer. Like this has been one of the biggest months ever for the movie podcast. So, uh, on behalf of the whole team. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening right now. You are the reason why we're doing this and why we have um, the success and why we're able to get the opportunities that we are getting. Um, yes, we have a great show. We, I think we do a really good job, but um, it would be all for naught if it wasn't for you listening. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I do want to say, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout, throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You could check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Uh, Recently, we also just did a giveaway with our friends at Disney Studios Canada for Bob's Burgers. I want to say thank you to everyone who entered. We hope you had a great time at the screening. Uh, Shay was there as well, too. And speaking of Shay, he's not on this review. But come Monday... We will all be back together again with our mainline episodes of the show and then heading into a crazy summer movie season. So there's lots to look forward to. Um, so thanks for sticking around. And yeah, go check out our Bob's Burgers review right now because Shay's also on that one. Uh, you'll be able to hear his voice if for some reason uh, you're missing him. Uh, and there's lots to li- listen to on the feed as well, too. I don't know. Uh, there was a, Are you laughing, Anthony? or Because I just saw you just kind of give me a little bit of a smirk there. No, I'm just smiling because it's just like, Again, it's so much stuff that's coming out. It's so much. I feel like I'm just going through like a laundry list of uh, of uh, of things here. And of course, there's our Obi-Wan Kenobi review that's out right now that you could go listen to um, and lots more coming. So stay tuned. Uh, this is the best place to be if you want to be caught up on all the movies and shows coming out in the world uh, because it's the movie podcast. We have a good time here and we're so glad that we're here. But today is all about Crimes of the Future. This film is written and directed by David Cronenberg. It also stars Viggo Mortensen, Lea Sudo, Kristen Stewart, and Scott Speedman. Uh, I know we said that this is a review, uh, but I really want to 
kind of dive deep into this film and I want to get under the skin, so to say, pun intended there. Uh, there's a lot to talk about with this movie. There's a lot to deconstruct with this movie. And this film has also been a long time coming because I remember years ago hearing about uh, David Cronenberg making this movie and it was going to be originally called painkillers. Um, and then we never really saw of it. And when I was looking up the article from when, when that came out, that was like the early two thousands, that was like 2002. So this has been a film that has been a long time coming for him. Mm-hmm. And this was the film that he was originally meant to follow up existence with, which was from like 1999. So yeah. uh, it's really interesting to see that this film was obviously it got to be made. And here we are now. And it premiered at Cannes film at the Cannes film festival. And, here we are getting to talk about it, and it comes out June 3rd. Um, it's going to be opening in theaters everywhere. You could check it out then. But, Anthony, let's talk about it. I want you to give us the synopsis of the film, and then we'll start giving our thoughts, our first reactions. We'll go into the normal show that we do. Uh, but, yeah, this is, a really, this is going to be a really fun one. Yeah. As, a, as the human species adapts to a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. With his partner Capri, Saul Tenser, celebrity performance artist, publicly showcases the metamorphosis of his organs in avant-garde performances. Their mission to use Saul's notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a very that's uh, a great synopsis. That's, like, that's that, an interesting synopsis. That's yeah, super interesting. That's, it's it's like okay, let's get into this and. I, Again, this is a very <laughs> different type of review for us because we don't normally review. Well, we haven't review, uh, reviewed a film like this in a while, I would say. No, like this is something that uh, 100% you would find at TIFF or like at a film festival, which it premiered at the, the, the Cannes Film Festival. I always pronounce that so wrong. Cannes Film Festival. Is it Cannes? Cannes Film Festival. Cannes Film Festival. Cannes right? Film Festival. And it got yeah. like a. People, there's, people are going to argue with us either way. Yeah. yeah. Standing ovation. Like, it's one of those movies that is designed for a niche film lover, I would say. And even for a fan of David Cronenberg, this is a movie they probably will will enjoy. But yeah, it's it's so different than what you normally see. It's this art piece of avant-garde itself, right? This film kind of just drops you into the movie. Like, yeah. you're, you're kind of just dropped right into this world and what's funny when this trailer came out people were like already predicting like oh like how many people are going to walk out of the theater when this premieres and it, like it kind of had that uh nor nor notoriety going yes. into it yeah you know what i mean like it, like it, it already already had that feeling of people are going to like walk out upset and offended or like clutching their pearls type of right. thing and this is going to be banned um, type of thing it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be banned uh but what's really what's really interesting with this film is that yeah it definitely has some really uncomfortable moments in it but i also thought it was going to be more uncomfortable than it was you know it's definitely strange and it's out there but i i I was preparing myself you know when you heard when you heard like you you always hear the stories like oh people are going to be preparing to walk out and to boo it you're always prepared for the worst so i think because i was preparing for the worst going into it i was just like oh that was actually strangely strangely like kind of endearing at moments but also yeah there's some weird surgery and body gore going on, which David Cronenberg is obviously known for. Yeah, it's it's Cronenberg's body horror, but not to the extremes of what we've seen from him in the past. This is more tapered down. Um, so he's trying to still tell the story, but not have his body horror, uh, we'll say, take over the film. And the whole movie yeah. is essentially the body horror art piece. Because... Right. 
Saul Tenser, who's played by Viggo Mortensen, is a performance artist who grows organs in his body, or we'll say he has a disease where he continuously grows organs in his body, and these organs do nothing for him. They're actually killing him. So him and Caprice, played by Lea Sado, they remove these organs as like this art exhibit. And all these people would come and they'll view it. And she actually tattoos his organs and then removes them in real time, which is such right. an interesting concept to a movie. Like when you hear that, you're like, what the fuck is this? What, like, what am I watching, right? <laughs> but it's the way, a little it was, bit, yeah. the way it was presented to us. It was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's, it's not weird, because we've seen art performances before and they are very out there and it could be, you know, very big and small and, but this is to the extreme, but they live in a different yeah. world too. This world that they live in is very, this is, I think one of the lines in the movie is surgery is the new sex. Right. So it's a, yeah, it's a different film. It's a super different film. It's a different film for sure. And yeah. you know, in this in, in this world as well too takes place in the future where yes, people the human body has evolved now that these that humans don't feel pain. Yep. So I having surgery is like the only way that they could really, you know, I guess feel that rush. You know, and then you yeah. have you have you know, um these characters performing surgeries on one another. And it's just so interesting to see in this film. Like I said, like earlier, this is supposed to be like Cronenberg's next film after existence. So you, you see a lot of just visual, um, the visual language of this film kind of feels very similar to that. And even like the, um, the art direction in this film and the, some of the, the props are like, Oh, that looks like it could come from existence. Um, it's interesting seeing this, you know, and when we were kind of looking, doing some research more into like, you know, where did David Cronenberg come up with this? And uh, when he was at U of T, he had a, a fellow, like a student that he was at school with that wrote a paper or wrote a story about uh, somebody like a performance artist who did surgery as a performance and he cut off his own hand. And he's like, yeah, like I was so shocked and impressed by that. And I guess it turned into, into this movie. And at that point, this movie was going to be called painkillers. Um, and it's interesting now that, you know, it has this title of crimes of the future, which was also a film that Cronenberg did in the seventies. And he's like, I really like that title. So I'm just going to kind of steal it for this film. Right. But yeah, you know, you're dropped into this world. I think the performances by Vigo and Lea Sido are, um, great. I think they have really great chemistry with one another. And I think that's yeah. where I was so weirdly, like I was just like kind of charmed and I was like, Oh, this is very endearing. This is a really interesting relationship between them, between these two uh, artists, these performance artists, but also there is an underlying love connection with them. And then you have Kristen Stewart, who's there, who's, who's very eccentric in this movie. And mm -hmm. it's cool seeing her take on a role, especially after Spencer, uh, after Spencer, that, she's you know kind of doing a different voice than we're, we're used to seeing her and she's being a little bit more just like yeah i, I, I don't know I like dude like that's kind of how she's she very, talks in this she's movie very neurotic in, in her yeah and, sure. and and it's fun seeing her that like that because she's such a great actress and you see that shine through in this movie and then you're again when you see the subject matter of this movie it's all all the more strange that is like this is what's kind of happening in this movie uh but what i really liked about this movie was the world building i liked that we are put into this world that yes, there's a lot of exposition going on. Yes. Cause it's establishing the world that we're in, but I kind of like, like, you know, this is the world that we're in right now and it's the future and it's just weird and 
gross looking but also Mm -hmm. it's not too different from the world that we're living in now but it reminds me of a 90s film like this reminds me like this could have easily been a Cronenberg film that came out in the 90s because it it has that feel to it 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 does it feels like something I would have watched on showcase as a kid you know like oh this is like I want when I when I I think my very first Cronenberg film at growing up was Crash and that felt like like it's just like this (laughs) this erotic but provocative taboo environment that we're in and we just don't i don't know how to like comprehend it but i'm so curious to understand it and trying to right like where does this imagination come from there's also a lot of like social commentary on the pack oh of course yeah you know there's a lot of things regarding the environment that's in in this movie there's a lot of things that are uh related to surgery and even the world that we live in is we're always transforming putting plastics in our bodies for, for instance right and just trying to be beautiful but you know there is there is there is the crime itself right, right. um location i felt like one thing that i didn't like about this movie was the location it just felt like everything took place on a one city block it didn't feel grand in the sense that they were moving from a building to an underground we'll say art exhibit to somewhere else like they don't really show that they show vigo's character moving around the city but you don't there's no name to the city there's nothing really happening around it other than little just little just people just literally cutting themselves in the middle right. of the square but there's there's not a lot happening in the city i think that's kind of like a big factor for me in this world building where does this take place what year who are right. who's in charge what's happened like what's happening <laughs> you want to you want to know more right yeah. there's there's a lot more and I, again there's there's some really dark themes and it, like this is also one of those type of movies and i and i think back to our um our review of duel which we did a few weeks ago um where this is also a very specific film that it's not going to be a film that you recommend to everybody right no. i think you go into you go into this film especially if you're a fan of david cronenberg you got to know you know what you're expecting when you're going into a david cronenberg film you know you're expecting that or even if you look at the last 20 years of his films where um his films of the last 20 years we really haven't seen a lot of body gore that we've gotten like we did in obviously in his films of the of the 80s and the 90s right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you, like i look at films like you know easter promises or history of violence or dangerous method those are very different films or cosmopolis or maps of the stars compared to crimes of the future which feels more like that classic david cronenberg body gore that body violence that we that dystopia we would see right feel you know that it, dystopia yeah. that that feeling of just like helplessness and i think that's what he does so well um and it's it's amazing to see that you know after all this time you know he's a canadian legend obviously that he is he's turning 80 next year and he's still just creating films that i think will be remembered and are just all consistently great within his within his genre right which is really cool but yeah this this film is after watching it this week with you anthony like it's just been on my mind a lot just trying to like deconstruct it because there's a lot going on um and there's a lot of very uncomfortable moments in the movie obviously because there's body gore and there's cutting yourselves and surgery and stuff like that but i'm just i'm just more processing of okay what does this all mean and this is one of those films that i'm really excited to see you know people write essays or make video essays on 100 you know go into forms or the reddit threads afterwards and just see people 
discuss it because like i said at the top of this review this is really isn't a review this is just more us this is therapy for us right now afterwards exactly like <laughs> this, this is us talking about it this is a movie that a lot of people will surgically you know dissect and that's the funny thing i don't know if that's on purpose but yeah a yes, lot of, of people course. a lot of film students will watch this a lot of like filmmakers will watch this this is really designed for that world it's also designed for the fans of Cronenberg I don't see right you know someone who loves Marvel films going to watch this this is not meant for everyone it's it's a yeah, general general higher right? take of filmmaking I would say you know like yeah it's, a, me, it's like an art house film right it is like an art house film yeah. um but it's very curious art house film because you come out of it thinking man I just, it's a lot of like watching. You're just watching things happen and you're right. curious to see where it goes. Um, and then you're trying to understand the underlining message behind everything else. Right. I will say um, some, if we are to critique this film, which, which we have here and there in this review, um, I will say that the ending point of this movie, this felt a little incomplete for me. Yeah. I think where this movie ends, well, you're, you're kind of just kind of thrown into this world, which is great, but where this movie ends, I feel like this movie needed another 20 minutes or so to kind of establish what was happening and to give it a clear ending. Um, 100%. just because I felt like it just felt very abrupt, um, where we ended i'm like oh we're just gonna end here okay but it felt like i was i was it was building towards something else and i think that that's where it left me a little more uh puzzled where i was like oh this this feels like it's just ending too quickly and we needed to wrap this up a little bit better than what we got in the film i i totally agree like there's a lot of questions that are not answered and even right to the end you're just like oh this is this is the end there's so many things that you haven't completed yet and you're just telling the story and it just abruptly ends right and i think that's just the, the the type of filmmaking he makes too right it's just yeah there's there's really I, i'm not a big cronenberg fan so I'd, i've seen like his most modern films right but like a lot of his endings are very like abrupt and just they just happen and that's yeah, how I felt with true. this film um so yes you get the highs of a david cronenberg movie in, in the body horror and his past, um, we'll say, uh, techniques that he used in the past, but without reaching like that, that crazy level that we so look forward to from a film of his. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. It does. And, you know, it's interesting, too. This is his fourth collaboration with Viggo Mortensen as well, too. You have a yeah. history of violence. His, you have Easter Leo. Promises. Uh, yeah, it's true. A Dangerous Method and now Crimes of the Future. So I'm going to be really interested to see if they work together again. And I think having Kristen Stewart and Leia Sudo, um in this film as well, too, we're coming off of the years that they've just had in the films that they because they they had huge years in 2020, like in 2020 and 2021 with the films that they had coming out. So yeah. um, I think he's just working with the right people. And I hopefully will have uh, more movies coming from him because it's never a bad thing to have a David Cronenberg film in the world. Uh, before we get to our final recommendations, I just want to recommend uh definitely if you are new to the world of david cronenberg and you don't if you're not familiar with his work uh definitely watch the fly definitely check out the dead zone which is one of my favorites uh history of violence eastern promises any others that you you want to add to that uh, list anthony crash crash um i know a lot of people talk about videodrome yeah and, videodrome is another great one and uh you said dead zone dead zone as well too yeah yeah 
a lot of a lot of great films you could watch even existence if you're if you're planning on watching crimes of the future maybe check out existence it's, before it's, it because it's very unique very similar to, yeah very different movie making that you're you might not be used to and i think it's right. good to open your eyes and and like find these films because cronenberg is such a especially for canadians he's born in toronto and he he's a huge part of filmmaking in canada and he just yes. brought that that feel to to the rest of the world and and they embraced it so i think it's important yeah. for us to to watch his work and observe it and understand it it's really interesting too when you see the you know when you see his filmography and the the actors that he's worked with um he is really one of the biggest directors working today um even mm-hmm. though he, i don't think he considers himself to be because like you know he always jokes like oh like back when i used to make like when i used to make like the studio movies like that was that was a different time but people want to work with him and and i think when you see his filmography and you watch you're going to understand why they want to because he really is a very special voice and then he also has um his son who's out in the world uh directing movies as well too so uh brandon cronenberg um who he directed antiviral and he did possessor which came out two years ago as well too so that was um, that was such a like that was such a Cronenberg family movie in a sense. Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> that was, that was again, their, that's, their home videos growing up. This unique tale that you never th- would have imagined. And again, it involves like all the, the Cronenberg and Cronenberg and isms. I don't know if that's, yeah. again, I'm trying Cronen- to work. Uh, Cronenberg isms. Cronenberg. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's cool. It's cool to see his son, like take on that mantle as well. Cause I guess he really connected with his father's work. So he wants to continue that, that world. Let's get to our final recommendations for Crimes of the Future. Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off. If you're a fan of David Cronenberg, I think this is a movie that you're going to want to see and enjoy. However you want to see it, if you want to go to the theater to watch it, or if you want to wait, this is definitely a movie that um, you're going to go watch. If you're not a fan, I think it's best to start off with his and you're really interested in getting into his work, I think it's best to start off with his work and kind of like watch older movies of his and then dive into this this movie. I don't, I'm not going to say it's a skip it. I would say it's an add to the queue for sure. Right. Um, because it is a curious film. And again, as someone who's not the biggest fan of Cronenberg, but understands his filmmaking, I, I respect it and I went into it with an open mind and I, I somewhat enjoyed it. I, again, I was curious from it but again i i would left with a lot of questions and a lot of uh huh that's a that's a movie yeah <laughs> yeah you know i'm i'm going to echo this exact same thing as you i think if you are a fan of david cronenberg go watch this movie i think this will be right up your alley uh but if you are looking to get into his work this is going to be uh, an a, a interesting one to jump off from so i would definitely say check out his filmography um go through the films that you uh, that we listed er- like early in our review, check those out and then go into this film. Cause I think you'll um, get a better appreciation of the work that he's doing. Or uh, like Anthony said, you know, add this to your queue to check out when it does eventually come to uh, at home to watch, because um, there's still a, this is such an interesting movie and I'm, I want more takes. I want more uh, essays and more thoughts on this film so we can kind of deconstruct it. Still, we're still processing it. We watched it uh, a day or two ago now. So we've been, we wanted to take some extra time to really process it and think about it so yeah david cronenberg fans uh you'll be happy with this one uh for general audiences maybe uh start with his other work and then you know build your way up to this one yep 
Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Crimes of the Future. The film is going to be releasing on June 3rd in theaters. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Sphere Films for inviting us to watch this film. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. We will be back with a brand new episode this Monday covering everything from Star Wars Celebration and all the moves, news that we've been uh, we've missed out on in the last you know couple weeks of not doing the, doing the show. Uh, make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and join our Discord. Uh, you can also write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.